the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. Whether you're listening in Columbus, Ohio, or Washington, D.C., I welcome you. Thank you for allowing me to be your host. It's Friday. That means we throw the phone lines wide open. We can talk about anything you want to talk about. And uh, we're going to go to the phones right now, and we're going to talk to Paul in Grove City, Ohio. Paul! Welcome. How are you, Paul? Hey, Paul. How are you today? Man, I'm I'm doing well on this Friday, my friend. And uh, good. I couldn't I couldn't but want to chime in on our former president Bob. What you just got done talking about with the Japan story and all the businesses closing, and I think he was more aware of of what was going to happen to anybody because I can still remember almost verbatim of what he said. He says, I'm just afraid about what, what we're about to do is when the when the cure becomes greater than the disease, and then we got a real problem or something something to that effect, Bob. Yeah, and indeed. Just, uh, his, his position yeah. was that we need to be careful, we need to be cautious, we need to take all reasonable caution but we're yeah. not going to destroy the country in doing it, which is exactly what his what? successor basically did. He did. Yep. I totally agree. I just, uh, I sure miss him. And uh, I think it will be interesting of what's coming in the uh, near future between him. And what what do you think of the chances, since I got you, what do you think of it, the chances of a Trump dishonest, team up, Bob. Do you think there's any chance? I mean... Yeah, it is... It is very, well, I think it's very possible to have a Trump-DeSantis ticket. I think it's impossible to have a DeSantis-Trump ticket. Yeah. And I think a yeah. Trump-DeSantis ticket would be a good ticket. Uh, personally, uh, if Donald Trump were to run again, yes, I would. I would certainly vote for him again. Uh, I am hoping personally that he does not, and I'm hoping that Ron DeSantis does, and I'm hoping that Donald Trump gives his full support to Ron DeSantis. If that were to happen, if that were to happen, uh, the Republicans would take the White House easily, easily. There is nobody the Democrats could put up to face a a Ron DeSantis with the support of Donald Trump. If Donald Trump runs, however, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that he could win. I'm not sure. I just think, in the final analysis, I think DeSantis would have a better chance. 
DeSantis has all of the positives that Trump has without some of the negatives. Yeah. And that's, and again, I was a strong Trump supporter most of the time. Sometimes I was not, but, uh, I, I just personally, I, I would rather see DeSantis. Another fellow who uh, who would agree with you is uh, Ben Shapiro. I heard him say it too. He said he says he thinks he'll destroy the Republicans if they put Trump up. But it, would it matter who would be a vice president candidate then, Bob? If not a whole Trump lot. No, no, not no. I don't think the vice president would matter at all if Trump was at the head of the ticket. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I don't know that if Trump were to run, I don't know that he would choose someone as strong as DeSantis because I think they would knock heads all the time. Yeah, I think yeah. I think DeSantis would be loyal, but I think they would knock heads because uh, they're very they're very much they're very much alike. So we'll see, um, and I think we will see. I think we will see before November. I think pretty sure we're going to know Donald Trump's intentions before November. We'll see. October surprise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Paul, we'll good to talk right. to you. Bye, my buddy. Thanks. Take care, man. All right, Bye-bye. and uh, we've got Joel in Carroll, Ohio, on the line. Joel, you're up next on Bob Rennie Live. Hey, Welcome, and thanks Bob. for calling. Okay, how are you doing? I am well, Joel. Okay, I have a I have a couple a couple stories. They're both the same story, I guess. But I thought I'd like to relate it to you because we're talking about Mayor Bowser. Yeah, and uh, I think I'd related you in private conversation sometime before. I I traveled on construction for forty years. Mm-hmm. You know, and I uh, when you work in certain areas, you kind of get that label put on you. And one of the places that I uh, got handed quite a bit was Washington metro area Mm -hmm. and I kept getting sent down there I had been going there for 30 years doing jobs and and, uh, this this transpired somewhere between 1995 and 2000 I had been sent to uh, down to I believe that's Potomac Falls down to the Dulles Town Center okay and I was there quite a while. And, uh, in fact, I was staying right next to an extended stay in, uh, next to Dallas mm-hmm. International Airport. Building a shopping center? Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, all right. And, uh, anyway, towards the end of the project, I got to notice on all these uh, Latinos and Hispanics and everything and one day, the sh- law enforcement showed up, and one of the cleaning ladies, just before it was to open, had been raped. Yeah. And the uh, sheriff was uh, in the mall for security, and uh, I just happened to say to one this deputy I was talking to about it, I said, are all these people legal? He looked at me, and he said, are you kidding? He says, if if we call immigration, they won't even come out. Wow, that was way back then? Yeah. Hmm. And 
at the same time this was going on, I became friends at the uh, hotel, you know, the extended stay with some Latinos. And uh, they were out of Arizona. And I found out, and, we, and they spoke enough English I could converse with them, and I found out they were out of Arizona. And they were in D.C. for uh, putting in fiber optic cables downtown. Mm-hmm. And the one I, gentleman and I kind of became friendly, and it was uh, Memorial Day. Of course, being from Ohio, you know, I could drive home in six hours. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to speed you up a little because I'm okay. coming up on a break. Make a long story short, I said, are you guys going home for the holiday? It was a long weekend. He said, no. I said, they won't fly you home? He said to me, no. He said, we can't fly. We don't have any identification. Hmm. But they were, so, but they were allowed to. They were allowed to work, work with on without fiber any optics downtown DC without any ID. And and these people know this crap's been going on for years, and I can't understand why she's griping. They've been there for <laughs> forever. Well, okay, all right, thank you. Uh, I think the big difference is where they're coming from. It is a. It has literally become a tit for tat. Now, no one can deny that Governor Abbott of Texas is kind of poking the eye of the mayor of Washington D.C. There's no doubt about that. And of course, the mayor of Washington D.C. is lashing out at the governor of Texas. Uh, so it is political one-upsmanship. But sadly, it's people that are caught in the middle. Um, I am for law and order. I absolutely oppose illegal immigration. I am for immigration. We are a country of immigrants. We are. I strongly support legal immigration. I strongly condemn illegal immigration. But when the laws of the United States are such that it encourages illegals to come over our border, I put more blame on the government officials than I do those who have been led to believe that it's okay to violate American laws. It's okay. Everybody does. So just come on. I think far more of the responsibility falls on those who allow it to happen. Could be wrong. You may disagree. All right, my number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. We know the phone lines work here in Ohio. I'd love to hear from some of you in the Washington, D.C. area. We'll be back. Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Well, President Biden has tested positive for COVID. You say, Bob, well, that was last week. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. He, um, he's tested positive 
again and and again and uh, and again. And by the way, I am praying for his recovery. I there is almost nothing that I agree with President Biden on almost nothing. I think his presidency so far has been an absolute disaster. I honestly believe he will go down in history as the only modern-day president worse than Jimmy Carter. His poll ratings are abysmal, record lows, lower than Donald Trump ever got. However, I do not want him to be ill. Uh, The scriptures uh, command me to pray for those that are over me. Pray for kings and leaders. And I'm praying for his recovery, and I hope he recovers. I really do. Uh, From a very practical standpoint and a biblical standpoint, I'm going to pray for his recovery. From a very practical standpoint, I don't want anything to happen to him. Think what America would be like if our current vice president became president. And I'll just I'll just leave it there. But anyway, um the interesting thing and, and by the way, what this is all about is that he had a rebound case of COVID last week. He had COVID. He was treated with Paxlovid, which is the the common treatment today for those who get COVID. Uh, he recovered pretty quickly, tested negative, and a few days later, he tested positive again. Now, we're being told this is rare. This is very, very rare. Uh, no, it, it really isn't. Fauci did the same thing. But anyway, uh, so he got COVID, was treated with Paxlovid, treated negative, came out of quarantine and so forth. And then I think it was last Saturday, he tested positive again. And it was said, no big deal. It was a rebound case, very, very mild, very few symptoms. That was last Saturday. And he has been monitored daily. And this morning, this morning, Friday, he tested positive Again, Now, the news story does not tell me whether he has tested positive every day or whether he tested negative for a day or two and now he's testing positive again. We don't know, but he is continuing in quarantine. Um, It's been over a week. Uh, So he is in quarantine in the um, uh, residence quarters of the White House. His personal doctor says, quote, uh, the president continues to feel very well. His temperature, pulse, blood pressure, respiratory rate, and oxygen saturation remain entirely normal. His lungs remain clear. Uh, Given his rebound positivity, which we reported Saturday, we have continued daily monitoring this morning. His SARS-CoV-2 antigen testing remained positive. Now, now that I have expressed that I want him to get well, 
I don't wish him ill at all, and I'm absolutely serious about that. I just wonder if he's going to make any jokes about Trump. Remember? Remember? He boasted, he bragged. Well, when my predecessor got COVID, I had to take him to the hospital in a helicopter. I've been working in the uh, in the residence, and uh, you know, ha 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 ha. Um, I don't think Trump tested positive on multiple occasions. It is interesting how someone can be humbled very quickly. Uh, just before the break, this story, I wanted to get to this, because this is, there is a movement, I mentioned this yesterday, there is a movement all across America of parents getting involved in their child's education. Most of them for the very first time. They're finding out what the curriculum is all about. They don't like it. They go to school board meetings, and they speak out. Good for them even though the Biden administration has called them domestic terrorists. Well, a state judge in Oklahoma yesterday refused to dismiss a lawsuit. What's the lawsuit all about? A parent, a parent spoke before the Stillwater, Oklahoma school board meeting, and he began quoting scripture. He was talking about the curriculum, things that were being taught, and he dared to bring up the Bible. Uh, His microphone was cut off, and he was escorted from the premises because he quoted the Bible in a public school board meeting. Well, he sued. And uh, the school board requested that the lawsuit be thrown out. But yesterday, a state judge in Oklahoma has said uh, the lawsuit can continue. The parent's name is Bryce Chafin. Good for him. The lawsuit against the Stillwater, Oklahoma School Board will continue. His contention is that his constitutional rights of freedom of speech and freedom of religion were violated. Good for him. I hope he wins. And may his tribe increase. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 